Welcome to the Faith-Based Business Podcast with your host, Pastor Bob Thibodeau. On this podcast, we interview fellow entrepreneurs who are willing to share their stories, their trials, and their triumphs in business, all in an effort to help you avoid the same obstacles and to achieve success faster. But at all times, continue to rely on our faith to see us through to victory. Now with today's guest, here is your host, Pastor Bob Thibodeau. Hello everyone everywhere, uh, it's Bob Thibodeau here. Welcome to Faith-Based Business Podcast. This is one of my favorite things to do is to help entrepreneurs and, and business owners and CEOs just to share information about what they do to help you grow your business and help get the word out. Amen. Because we are faith-based. And I want to welcome our featured guest today, Joe Gallant. He's a web designer and branding specialist out of Kent, England, who's been helping businesses and, and churches and ministries with their website designs and branding for over 15 years. Praise God. He's joining us today to share about his business and how he can help you to get the word out. Praise God. Hi, Joe. It is a blessing to have you here. I've been looking forward to our conversation today. Uh, me too, Bob. Thanks. It's uh, really good to be with you. Amen. And as I was looking at your work online, one thing I noticed was that you specialize in small businesses and faith-based works, churches and ministries, nonprofits. That, my friend, is a great calling. And I appreciate it when someone does something like this to help bless others. And I also noticed that we have basically the same mission statement. Our ministry That's right. 2009 has focused on one thing, that is to get the word out. And that's your mission statement as well. I love it. I just wanted to say that up front as we get started. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. It's getting the word out in, in every sense of the word. That's right. Amen. So the first question I always start with is this. Other than that brief information I just shared, can you tell us in your own words, who is Joe Gallant? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, listening back to, to your podcast and, and some of the people you've had on, it's almost in this, in this initial question, it's so simple, but I find it quite intimidating because I think who am I? I'm just a guy. <laughs> I'm just a normal guy in England, you know, across the pond from you. Um, you know, first and foremost, I'm I'm a believer. I'm saved by grace. I'm only here because of what God's done for me. Um, you know, going going on from that, I'm just a humble small business owner. Um, I've I've got a, a small family, a wife. I've got a, a ten month old baby and a dog. Um, and yeah, I'm just a, a creative person who wants to use my skills to, to further the kingdom of God and, and help people in, in doing that. You know? Amen. Amen. Well, let's go back to the beginning here. How was sure. it you discovered helping people to brand their businesses and helping, helping them to do so through their website was something that, that other people needed to know and, and that they needed to have help with? Yeah. Um, I guess the short version of the story really is I, I was working for a church um, at the time after graduating. Um, my uh, background, my my degree was in video. So I was doing a lot of um, sort of technical creative stuff anyway. Um, and I got involved with the, the church website at the time. Um, and we had some really gifted uh, designers and developers on the team. So my role was more kind of to oversee and project manage. But in doing that, I was looking at what other churches, what other charities, what other ministries were doing with their websites and just seeing that there was definitely business potential there. They were willing to spend the money to get the right thing. But just because they spent the money didn't mean they were always getting the right thing. Um, so a lot of the time that would be, they you know, they pay for a, uh, a custom template, but they then have to go and fill it out themselves. Yeah. Um, and it would end up just not really doing the job that 
they were intending for it to do when they set out on the project. Um, so that sort of registered in my mind. I, I got more of an interest in, in graphic design, that side of things, um, and built up my knowledge there and thought, you know what? I, I can do a better job <laughs> um, in, in the most sort of humble way possible. I can do better than than what these people are currently getting um, and do that for God's glory. Um, so make sure that their websites that they're using, anything that they're um, putting their branding on is an effective tool to achieve what they want to do. And of course, that's not just the case for, for churches and faith-based organizations. You know, that's the case for any business right. that yeah. when you're investing money into it, you want to get a return on that investment and you want the thing to do what you want it to do. Amen. Yeah. So many times that, you know, you, you get purchasing this template or that, and then, you ask, well, I already spent the money on so I guess I got to use it. You know? <laughs> yeah. And it's not really doing what I wanted it to do. It doesn't look the way I wanted it to look, but that's it. Know. So yeah. Amen. Amen. So I, I know there are some people listening to us right now that are in that same situation. Like, <laughs> like I know I've been there. And, and it's a really difficult one, especially yeah. at the start of a, of a business yeah. um, or, in, you know, a church plant in the really young days of it. Um, you don't have a lot of budget to to throw around. You don't want to go and spend thousands and thousands and thousands on, on something oh, when yeah. you're not actually sure if the business is established or, or proven yet. Mm-hmm. Um, so I absolutely get it. And I have all the sympathy in the world for people who are in that that situation. You know, building something yourself is a great way of getting started. Uh, but ultimately, it comes to that point where you maybe need something a bit more polished yeah. and you yeah, make better use of your, your time for doing what you know how to do. And I know if you're, you know, if you're homeless and living out in the woods, you know, yeah, putting together a cardboard shack would be great for temporary type of thing. Yeah. But eventually you'd rather have a solid structure around you. <laughs> you yeah, know? for sure. <laughs> so, I mean, it's the same way with the web design and, and especially if you're trying to present yourself as a business, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And but and I know there must be several solutions out there, but can you share with us what allows you to create these unique solutions to those who are looking for this type of help? Yeah, sure. I mean, you're right. There, there are loads of solutions, and one one of those will be doing it yourself. And and I've seen plenty of websites that people have built themselves that that look good. That doesn't necessarily mean that they work well, and it's holding those two things in in tandem because there's also lots of websites out there that I've seen people build themselves that don't look good, but actually they. <laughs> They're doing enough other stuff in the business that the business is still growing. Um, so ultimately, I want to help people to show what they're doing because if they've got a really solid business, then a website is just going to enhance that. And so it's taking the time to get to know them, taking the time to think about what their customers or potential customers actually need. And there is a sense in which a good web designer will do that. There's there's nothing overtly unique about the web designs that I do. Yes, they're custom. Yes, they're thought through on a per customer basis. But lots of web designers could do that. Where I try to be different is bringing in that faith element and bringing in really the values of why I started the business. Um, And I think if I had to sum those things down into two things, it would be to honor people and to love people. Honoring people is pretty common in the business world. I think, well, Maybe let's backtrack on. It's not as common as it should be, <laughs> but it but it's not a uniquely Christian thing, right? It's good business sense to honor your client, maybe even to go above and beyond and provide more than what they've paid for because 
they'll come back for more next time and that you'll build that brand reputation and spread to other people. So that's great. That's that's really important to what I do. But going further than that, to love people as well, to bring the love of Christ into it. And I'll be frank, clients aren't always easy to love. Um, some projects yeah. are really difficult um, and you're just trying to get it over the line and you can't wait to give them that final invoice and say, okay, we're still going to work together in the future, but my focus isn't on this project anymore. But yeah. still showing love to those clients that are really difficult to love. Um, that That is something which I think is is a way that Be Gallant is different to any other web agency that you'll find just walking down the street. You know? Amen. And as you were developing this, what was one of the major obstacles you faced in creating your business? That's a good question. Um, I think one thing is just time um, and finding the right clients for you. Um, part of that is a, is a focusing process. So when I um, I launched the business full time, um, uh, you know, four or five years ago, but before that, I was doing it for quite a while on the side of other jobs. So immediately, there's that that challenge of how much can I put into this? How how much can I jump in at the at the deep end whilst I still need to pay the bills and look after my family and that and that sort of thing? Um, and then yeah, at that time I was doing a bit of everything. So if graphic design work came in for a poster or or um, you know a document, I would say yes to that. And actually, over time, I focused and the kinds of projects that I really enjoy are the web and branding projects. And so anything outside of that, I'll pass you on to to someone else. Um, that takes a confidence and that confidence does take time to come i think because you need to learn that it's okay for people to say no to you and it's okay for you to say no to them as well that not every project is going to be otherwise you end up sort of scrambling around and looking desperate and getting more and more stressed <laughs> because you're just taking way too much on and probably the sorts of projects where you're not making enough money either yeah yeah, I I understand that one completely. <laughs> but why does it work so well? What makes you different? I think um, a big thing is going back to that initial um, finding what people actually want to get out of the project. So seeing what they want, what their business needs. Those wants and needs aren't always the same thing necessarily, especially when it comes to branding. Um, I've had projects where people have got their hearts set on having you know bright pink logos with all frilly decorations and all of that. And actually, if their demographic is mainly men, middle managers, it's, there's probably a bit of a mismatch there between what they want and what the business actually needs. And it's sort of trying to overcome that and get through it. Um, the other thing is common with with web design is, as I say, uh, focusing your resources on the wrong thing. So so paying through the nose for, for um, custom code, but then having to go and finish it off with um, your SEO work or your copywriting or your um, images, doing that bit yourself. Um, and assuming that, oh, that'll be fine. That'll just all come together because I've already paid for the design. So Gallant always considers the project start to finish and will always deliver a finished website. Mm -hmm. And that sounds so simple. <laughs> it sounds like, why, why would anyone deliver a website that isn't finished? But it happens so often. <laughs> and you end up with the client pays their invoice, they get the project back, and then they have to go and finish it themselves. And six months, a year later, they've still not launched a website. It, it happens far too often. So that, that won't happen with me. Yeah. About how long does it take to go from like initial contact to have something back in the client's hands, which they can call their own? That's a good question, especially when you're talking to, to churches. A lot of churches take a long time to make a decision, and that's even to get going on, on the project. So 
sometimes it could be six months um, when I actually start talking about a project to then getting the go ahead and actually getting started on it. Mm. Um, that will vary on, on the organization. Sometimes if something needs to be done quick, we'll figure it out quick. Um, but generally I allow um, six to eight weeks for a um, web and branding project. It will usually be six or a little bit less if it's purely a website. If there's a branding involved as well, then that process takes a little bit longer because there's um, there's less sort of boundaries established already as to what something needs to look like, what needs to be there. So it's more of a, a fact-finding mission at the beginning before it all starts to sort of flow a bit more. Amen. Amen. Now that you're helping others in their their branding and website designs, how has your business business grown? Because I'm before you said you were doing it part time, but how's it going now? Yeah, absolutely, and it, it's going well. Um, I there's always that thing when you're sort of a small business, a feast and famine. Um, there's always that thing um, of you know having quiet periods and busier periods. And actually, even last year, after um, after our baby was born, I had quite a long quiet period, and that develops. Um, at that point you could panic right <laughs> you could say, say anxiety okay, yeah yeah it develops anxiety exactly um you you could say am i meant to be doing this is this where god wants me you know sometimes you will get to that point because the reality of bills that need to be paid um but actually i think one of my values as a business from the beginning has been that reliance on god that trust in him um and that that has to go through the hard times that can't just be yeah i'm trusting god when i've got loads of jobs booked in um so yeah that definitely again takes time to develop um but since about september i've just been absolutely non-stop um you know god's been good in bringing in new clients and i think the types of clients as well that i want to be working with i from the beginning i thought yes absolutely churches are right at the heart of why i want to be a web designer um and i always sort of thought if i could just do a little bit of business stuff that will fund the church stuff because i do offer big discounts to faith-based ministries because it's what i want to do is who i want to help so i always thought if the business stuff and sort of fund that but ideally in an ideal world i'd be 100 percent focused on churches and i think over time i've learned that my business isn't just to help those churches but it's also my personal mission field is how I'm meeting other people. You know, I I spend most of my days in this room, in my office, um, working away on creative projects. Where am I actually meeting other new people? Where am I witnessing for Christ outside of people who probably already know him? Um, And so I think having that balance between, I always say churches, charities, and small businesses. And that's great for a couple of reasons. It means that I've got that variety creatively. um, But it also means that it gives me a bit of a cheat code <laughs> into uh, when I'm networking that people, they may not know, but they can at least suspect that I'm a Christian, right? Because not yeah. many people put churches right up front there. Like you're called Podcasters for Christ. It doesn't take too much guesswork in, in that one either, <laughs> you know? Um, but that's been really good. I've had some great conversations um, and, you know, opportunities to pray for people that have come out of just mentioning that churches are something that I work with. So, yeah, I think my, my understanding of who my ideal client is has changed over time um and yeah those businesses those secular businesses being part of that i think is a big part of the business now amen amen and you also have a podcast tell us about your podcast yeah that's right gourds and pomegranates that's right yeah so um gourds and pomegranates 
It is. And we were we were umming and eyeing for a name for for ages. You you know what it's like, I'm sure, trying to find the perfect name for a podcast. Um we ended up going with that as it's something quirky, uh, something unique. Um, but it's also at the core of what we want to do in that valuing creativity and uh, excellence. So the gourds and pomegranates that were cast and put into the temple, seemingly for no other purpose than just to show beauty and skill and craftsmanship. Um, so yeah, um, gourds and pomegranates is designed to um, help people with church comms. Um, that's communicating, marketing, design for churches, but really going in at that ground level with it. So for people who are just getting started and think, I literally don't know what to do here. Um, and then there are plenty of resources out there for church communicators, but it's a case of getting them started, getting them confident, getting them in the right frame of mind to be doing it with the right vision, but then passing them on to the resources that can really take them further. So yeah, that's the heart of that. We've been running it. We just came to the end of our first series uh, just before Christmas, um, and we're going to get going recording the second one soon. Praise the Lord. Amen. Congratulations. That's awesome. Thanks. I want to thank you for taking the time to share with us today. Is there anything you'd like to add? Maybe something I left out or forgot to ask. I think just having the confidence to take your faith into the business world, that's not something which happens automatically for Christians. I don't think there are many Christians who would actively make the decision to say, it's Monday morning, I'm forgetting about my faith until next Sunday. But actually actively taking your faith into the workplace, whatever that might be, as a business owner as well. Um, and that might be just being conscious of the way that you run the business and the decisions you make and making sure that they are in line with your faith. But it might actually be uh, making your business your mission, uh, making it your ministry. Um, I've just completed a course called Bizmin. Um, I can give you the link for that. It's, it's really great about asking those deep questions of how you run and grow a business Amen. to make it your ministry rather than just income. Okay. I'll put the link for down in the show notes. Praise the Lord. Yeah. Joe, this is so interesting. I'm, I'm positive that some of our listeners were able to get some greatly needed information from you on, on what you're doing and, and how to help them overcome this type of situation. If someone wanted to get in touch with you to ask a question or receive more information, how can they get that? How can, how can they get in touch with you? Yeah, sure. Uh, the easiest way is going to the company website. So that's bgallants.uk. Um, I'm sure you can put a link to that in, in the notes. Um, I'm more than happy to give advice to to people for absolutely no cost. Um, go through the website, see what's working, what's not. You know, the last thing I want to do is try and sell you a website that you don't need. If you've got something which is good, but through some small changes, you can make it great. I want to enable you to do that. Amen. Amen. Folks, Joe Lott has been doing this work for over 14 years. I checked out some of the websites and businesses that he's helped over the years, and these websites look great. Amen. If you are in need of a do-over or you are just starting out, I'd highly recommend you get in touch with Joe Lott by clicking the links down below in the show notes. At least go check out his work and then use the contact links to ask a few questions. I mean, you never know. This may just be the one thing that pushes you over the top to achieve the success you always knew was there. Amen. Get in touch with Joe Gallant today. Joe, I want to thank you again for taking the time to join us today and share all about your great business and, and how you're able to help others achieve their God-given dreams as well. I do appreciate your time. Yeah, thanks for having me. That's all the time we have for today, folks. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to hear more, I can help you do that if you'll just hit the subscribe link down below. That way, every time we publish a new episode, 
I'll send the link automatically for you to listen to another great interview with a faith-based podcast success story. Amen. For Joe Glant, myself, it's Bob Till reminding you to be blessed in all that you do. You have been listening to the Faith-Based Business Podcast with Pastor Bob Thibodeau. We appreciate you as a listener and fellow believer and want to encourage you in your entrepreneurial efforts. These programs are designed to provide you with information that you can use in your business to achieve success faster and avoid the obstacles that try to impede your success. All information on this podcast is for entertainment and information use only. Some of the products and services listed in the links may contain affiliate links and Pastor Bob will earn a small commission when you click those links at no additional cost to you. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you'll be notified when our next episode is published. Until next time, be blessed in all that you do. Are you a Christian entrepreneur, coach, or author with a message that needs to be heard? Picture this, your voice reaching thousands, your story inspiring hearts, and your business flourishing like never before. Introducing Faithcasters, the ultimate platform that connects faith-driven professionals like you with the power of podcasting. Become a sought-after guest on Faith-Based Podcast. Share your unique insights and connect with like-minded individuals who share your passion for faith and entrepreneurship as well. Imagine your expertise reaching a wider audience, expanding your network, and propelling your business to new heights. Well, it's all within reach with Faithcasters. So don't wait. Take the first step today on your journey to greatness by visiting our website at faithcaster.org. That's faithcaster.org. Join the Faithcasters community now and unleash the full potential of your faith-driven enterprise. You do not want to miss this opportunity. Faithcasters, where faith meets podcasting and your dreams become reality. Visit faithcaster.org. Let's soar together. And remember, anyone can be a podcaster, but only a Christian can become a faithcaster. Faithcasters, your voice, your platform, your success.